This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get to BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth. Presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. From 64, McManus. Missed it. And the Seahawks are going to win this game. They didn't have to try this desperate field goal. And this is why you make a deal to get Russell Wilson, in my estimation. I think Nathaniel Hackett's going to be a great head coach. And that's going to be a great marriage going forward. But this this is a weird ending to this game, to, to say the least. Welcome on in BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you today on a Tuesday. The voice there of Joe Buck last night after the Seahawks upset the Denver Broncos 17-16. Brennan McManus misses a 64-yarder at the end of the game. But really, that's not the story. 64-yarders get, get, gets missed. I mean, whatever. That, that's a really hard kick to make. The story, Joe, is that Daniel Hackett and the way the Broncos approached the end of that game, I mean, he butchered that. He butchered that every single way imaginable. The, the Manning cast, the video of Peyton Manning going like this for like 30 seconds. Timeout. Like he's just like screaming for the guy to call a timeout. The clock's running down. I mean, what do we what do we just watch? That that was unbelievably mismanaged by Nathaniel Hackett. I know what he was doing. First off, since we came in with it with Joe Buck. I assume most people, you know, your TV stays on a little bit. A lot of times after Sunday night football, you end up watching the news for the only time all week because it's just on the TV. And especially when you get a result like last night, like things are just like, what did I just watch? I can't fall asleep quite yet. So they go, they do their little short post game. SVP, he's interviewing the booth. Did anybody else think, does SVP hate Troy Aikman? Because you heard Troy, Joe Buck there, and it was like a, Five, I don't know. I'm guessing five to ten minute interview, and it was all Joe Buck. Like yeah. he never asked Troy Aikman a question. It's just something that that stood out to me. I'm like, is there some history there? Do they not like each other? But anyways, you are 100 percent correct. Nathaniel Hackett, clown shoes on in front of the country last night. Like I want to talk about the crowd and Russell Wilson, and we will. The clock management horrendous. Some of that's on Russ. I haven't seen him look like that before, and th- that may have been part of the handicap that we've been talking about for a number of months on this specific game. Keep climbing, keep climbing. Well, Joe G, we didn't need that number to keep climbing because we got money line on the Seahawks last night. More chaos for week number one. But, yeah, you know, it wasn't just that. It wasn't just that call and the decision for a 64-yard field goal giving you a better chance, even though McManus has never made a 62-plus-yard field goal as great as he is uh, of a kicker. Like If there was uh, no such thing as Justin Tucker, I think people would talk about McManus even more so, and sometimes it's because of the elements. But the guy's had a phenomenal career. Um, by the way, and they had three timeouts at that point. I'm like, I just – 
I didn't understand. What are you doing here? What are you, what are you doing? So apparently, I, it seemed to me like that was always the plan. That was your big plan to win the game because you let it tick down because you're thinking your kicker is going to make it and you want to give the opposing team as few seconds as possible. I guess. I mean, there were curious decisions with Melvin Gordon out there in big spots. It 0 for 4 in the red zone. Now, some of that can be fluky. Listen, <laughs> I was very happy. I could not believe they fumbled twice on the one. It, it, I mean, we can point at Hackett, and it's certainly fair. And after one game, he's the worst of the 10 new coaches by a landslide. But some of it's on the players. I mean, fumbling sure. at the one twice. The Seahawks win the game after not scoring in the entire second half. If you, you told me that at halftime, look, Seahawks are not going to score again, I would have taken everything I have in all my accounts and put it on Denver to win. And, and that is not what happened. It isn't. You're right. Now, some of it's on Hackett, some of it's on the players. There's fumbles in the goal line. But situationally, that might have been the worst game I saw all weekend. They were 0 for 4 yeah. in the red zone. They had 12 penalties, and they completely botched the end of the game. Like, they, they asked to lose that game. They asked. I mean, you just felt that the entire time they were playing to lose. And then not to mention – Javante Williams, who's obviously their best back, only gets seven carries. Mm. Melvin Gordon, mm. 12 carries. I don't know what they were doing last night. Um, and then, you know, they, they spent, what, six draft picks and $250 million on Russell Wilson? How is the ball not in his hand at the end of the game? Mm-hmm. And inside the red zone, those runs that became fumbles. Like, at some point, isn't this why you got this guy? Fourth and five. Like, why was that a decision? Forget the, the clock management. That was horrendous. But just the decision, fourth and five, can I make a kick or do I go for it? And you look at the numbers from last year, that situation, fourth and five around that part of the field, Joe, it's about 50%. You make that about 50% of the time. It's not 50% on that field goal. I mean, that's that, what is that, 15, 20% that you're maybe less? That's just, I, I don't understand. It's probably way less. Theme of the weekend, one of many. Stop kicking, stop putting everything on a kicker. Everything. And like you like you said, 10-15, and I think that's being generous. A guy that's never made a 62-yard kick or, or longer, and now you're putting it all on a 64-yard kick in those elements. And yeah. he's on the road. He's used to the thin air. He's on the road too. So, I mean, st- stop. Stop with the everything on the kicker, and we can blame him. No. And I'm glad people were smart enough. Like, that's not on McManus. That is not. That is on the head coach, the play caller. Adam Chernoff brought up a really good point about this team. And throughout the offseason, I never I never knew, I never felt like I had a real grasp, like a strong opinion on what they're going to be. Has that changed? And, and Chernoff pointed out that this is the only team in the NFL with a new head coach, brand new offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and the most important position in all the sports. A brand new quarterback. Yep. Four, the four, arguably the four biggest spots on the team, all new with high expectations. Would it would it surprise you if Denver ended up being fourth in the AFC West? Not at all. No, I actually expected after Week One, and I and the, and the <laughs> Raiders' offensive line worries me. So those two. I mean, doesn't it feel like after Week One, and it's only one week, we overreact, but. Doesn't it feel like the line in the AFC West is drawn pretty pretty significantly in the middle right now? Like the Chiefs, 
the Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos. And maybe the Raiders and Chargers aren't that much different, but, but yeah. the, the, the Chiefs won and the Broncos four. That's what I saw this weekend by a lot. Yeah, I, I want to talk about those AFC West odds. A lot of interesting divisional movement after just one game with 16 to go. And the AFC West is one of them. Just like the idea of the, the Chiefs after that Mahomes that we saw in the first week, as challenging as their schedule is, to get them at plus money right now, right? Like, you, if you to, you told me two days ago, I'd say, ah, I don't know, pick them out of a hat. That could be anything. And now, right. after one game, I'm like, I feel like there's some clarity in that division. Yeah, I think we got it. Let's let's hear from uh, Nathaniel Hackett last night on the kick on the decision after the game. Yeah, we were right on the line, and he had plenty of distance. You know, he he just missed it. And so, and, and again, that's, hey, Brandon gave it his best shot. I mean, that's a long field goal to hit. I think he's completely capable of that. But obviously, I wish we would have gotten a lot closer. But it put us in that weird spot there because we were in the field goal range, but we were on that fourth down situation. Um, didn't think we were going to get that many yards. So I thought it was a great job by Javante. And uh, we just made the decision. We want to take our shot there uh, on that one. I believe in Coach Hack. I believe in what we we're doing, you know, and believe in everything. You know, I Anytime you can try to find a way to make a play on fourth and five, that, that's great too. But also, we I think we I think I don't think it was the wrong decision. You know, I think he can make it. Obviously, we, in hindsight, you know, we didn't make it. But if we were in that situation again, I wouldn't doubt whatever he decided. I I didn't see the post game. I just heard it was Russ wearing his his bright blue uh, <laughs> Golden Girls outfit. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> uh, I joke. I wasn't joking. People probably thought I was joking because I saw that short video clip pregame his his whole outfit and his routine he's so he's so strange he's so strange i would not want him being my quarterback i'll, I'll say that i loved that they booed him loved every second of it but i i did say seahawks plus six and a half and in fairness i said seahawks six and a half before seeing that video clip but i should have said after seeing that video clip seattle money line <laughs> because that was <laughs> They were wearing going to the Georgia game. Like, yeah. I was right there with you. I mean, I was already on Seattle, obviously, but yeah. that is that was like, nope, done. They are so dead. <laughs> this might be Amazing. a new betting opportunity, not live betting, pregame betting based on the outfits these guys wear into the yes. arena. Like, that might be it. I mean, that was – what was that last night? And, and John, I'm with you. That was awesome to see them boom. I wasn't sure what they were going to do because – it was vague, right? Like he said, she said in terms of why he's not there anymore. The Seahawks laid it on pretty thick. He asked out, so they made the trade. But, uh, yeah, they let him hear it. I, I thought it was a good atmosphere last night. That that was a perfect Monday night football week one game. If you bury that at 4 o'clock on Sunday, there's no – we're not talking about that game. I mean, maybe we're talking about the Hackett thing, but, like, no one cares. That, that was a perfect spot there. Good job by the NFL. Good job. Uh, much better than what we saw Thursday. Much better than what we saw on Sunday night. So you got you got one big time big primetime game and we'll go into it holy crap survivor again I mean my experience with betting is in when you have so much blood when you have all these crazy upsets on a Sunday that Monday night if you have a larger point spread the favorite's going to get home not this time not this time unreal man unreal so in in my pool, there are 58% out. In Circa, there are 56% out. Wow. Crazy. Baltimore 
in most I saw was the most popular play. Good job if you went with the chalk, and it wasn't chalk by much, because in most pools, the second, third, fourth, fifth most popular picks all lost outright. I mean, it's only Baltimore, right? Because you go down the board. I, I saw Circa put out theirs yesterday. You go down the board, and it's just like you said, it's two, three, four, five, six. Boom, boom, boom. And there was a couple more that um, – what was the Saints? The Saints were in that mix, right? The Saints did get through, but they were one of the more yeah. popular ones. I mean, that a almost was out bit, too. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah, it probably should have been. They were down late in the game. Yeah. I – wow. What do you even say? Like, I was joking about it, thinking – well, is it going to really happen again? And it did happen again. Um, so like in mine, for instance, and I think this is how it was in most. So Baltimore was the most popular at 28%. And I, and I would categorize, categorize mine as public just by the point that 58%. And then you look at some of the, the other pools out there, they're 56%. They're a little bit lower. So okay. they went with the more popular plays. Colts, 17%. Titans, 14%. Denver, four, 12%. Cincinnati, 6%. San Francisco, 6%. Whew. Go, going with your Eagles. It's a good option. Yeah, and they only won by three. Um, but yeah. they, uh, were, they were up 17, and then the, the Lions got some garbage time points there. It's it's remarkable. I mean, you you factor that in. And it's, it's crazy because dogs went nine and seven this week against the spread. It wasn't like it was an 11 and five week for dogs. It was just the, the dogs that everyone thought would lose that. That's what happened in these survivor pools. It was the big ones that lost the games or that won the games outright, right? The big dogs. We talked about it last week with the, the jets and, and the bears and all those teams. That's, that's who pulled the upsets off the, the big underdogs, the six and a half, five and a half, you know, point underdogs. That's who won. But- and I want to say that remember to remember that there's a big difference between a six point spread, a six and a half point spread, and a seven versus a seven and a half. But Cincinnati closed as a seven point favorite, even though they were not a seven point favorite all week. Indy closed as a seven and a half point favorite, and then a bunch of those other ones: Tennessee six and a half, San Francisco six and a half. Most places Denver was six last night. Uh, we we laughed at the people that did not get a pick in in Circus Survivor after paying a thousand dollars for an entry. Well. They lasted as long as the 3,448 entries that were eliminated. 3448 did not get a, a pick correct. They paid their grand and they're done. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, there's, some, there's something about losing in week one that just stings more than anything. Like, all right, everyone's going to lose, yeah. right? Except maybe one person, or most people are going to lose. It's a survivor contest, whether it's week three, seven, ten. But to lose in week one... <laughs> After all that, and we I would were have almost been, there. We talked the show together one, on the show. Yeah, we almost were yeah, there. The show pick. I I would have been so aggravated if if the, it was we didn't even get a week out of it. No sweat for a week. Come on. Yeah. No. We know we I, did that. By the way, after last night, <laughs> I know what the trend is and how strong they are earlier in the season at home. Not interested in Denver in week two. Have we seen? We'll get to we'll get to week two line movement. Have we seen an adjustment? Because there should be an adjustment. I, I from what my I, my eye said, they're not ten and a half points better than the Texans. They shouldn't be. That 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 number feels too high if we're still there. We'll get to that. A lot to do on the show today. Some great guests. Brian Baldinger joins us next. Our buddy Ian McDonald will join us. CRG Futures and later on Brad Powers on College Football. We started with Baldinger next. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL Insider. 
joins Becky Dilly next right here on the Becky Network presented by BetMGM.